5, 5, 4, 4, 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. We have ignition. Strap in. Jonathan can hear me. Jonathan, tell me you're there, my friend. Trying to get Jonathan on. Somebody on, please. But we're back after, uh, seems like forever ago, coming back on air now. Glad to be back. Um, Computer's not working right right now. The studio's not working right. I do see callers in, but I'm getting Jonathan in immediately to take over so I can dial back in. So when Jonathan, you get on, just let me know. You should be coming on any minute now. And we'll we'll track in as well. Hey Jonathan, you there? Hey, what's up, bud? Hey, buddy. Sorry, good old Blog Talk Radio. Hell, it doesn't matter how long you're gone. It's gonna come back to haunt you when you come back. So, <laughs> so yay, Blog Talk. But it's but it's but it's a part of me too. You know, I'm. I like I've I have I've done this every week. It's been a few months. It seems like since we've done it. Hell, my computer. I couldn't even remember the password to the show. I couldn't remember the damn phone number. I mean, you you just name it, it didn't go right. And uh, but we're back, man. Seventh year. Everett's going to be with us in a minute. Everett's going to join us. Everett started oh, wow. the show, Jonathan. Seven years or six years ago. This is the seventh March Madness, and and I remember when. Uh, when we started this thing, that was the year Kentucky went all the way and uh, won the championship that year. But that was with uh, the big man, right? Uh, Anthony Davis. What's his name? Yeah. Want to spring Everett on. Everett. Good evening, my friend. Welcome. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to let you guys talk real quick. I'm going to dial back in and get my computer going. But Everett, talk about Talk about that first time you you joined us. We started this show. It was right around this time, and you remember that run Kentucky was going on. So I'll be back in just a couple minutes, guys. Enjoy. <laughs> That's fine. Leave it. Leave it. Just leave us hanging. Oh, <laughs> uh, sounds about right. Oh God. Um, I mean, how I, I think about it. How long that um. That Kentucky run was, and now that team's not even close to it. I mean, I remember, what was it, uh, Jarvis Jones? That was the draft that Jarvis Jones was supposed to be the next great outside linebacker. Seems seems like we've been, do- we've been doing this thing for way too damn long. I, I, I don't even remember who was on that Kentucky team. So, I mean, <laughs> I'm getting old. My memory's not what it used to be. But I, I, I don't remember like he does. Uh, I'm lucky if I remember last year. <laughs> you know, I 
Yeah, it's funny because I only remember Anthony Davis. I couldn't name anybody else off of that team. I mean, but being a Florida State fan, if you asked me who was on that team in 2013, I'd just give you a blank stare. I just, just to be completely honest, you know, it's call the the way college basketball is. You only get to know the guys for a year if you're lucky, for the most part. So how am I supposed to remember any of these guys' names? Yeah, well, you know that. What you're saying, that's one thing I wish to do. Supposedly, that's an NBA thing, the one and done. I wish they'd go mm-hmm. to the same football, baseball, and make them. If they want to go out of high school, let them go. But if they go to college, make them stay three years. You'd see better basketball. You'd see better players better ready to enter the NBA because they're not physically mature when they come out of high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very few people over the years have been capable of doing that. Moses Malone was one of them. Mm-hmm. You probably don't remember him. Um, was one of them. I mean, you're talking about Hall of Fame. Right, I mean. I, I just wish they would go to a high school of a family Mhm. Hey guys, Danny's yeah. back. Hey. I don't know how long, but uh, but uh, I'm back for right now for a second. I'm getting everything working out, and guys, I haven't even seen the bracket yet. Except I do Same. see some Auburn fans whining, whining right now that uh, Auburn's a four seed. Hell, that's better than I thought they'd be a five or a six after the way they played the last month. So Auburn is better than I thought guys, for the first time. For, for the, I've been out of since in college. They're there. But, guys, Everett, no offense to you, but I'll ask Jonathan to start with, and then we'll get back to reminiscing. But how in the hell is Alabama a nine seed in this tournament? Um, Because the committee decided they didn't want Louisville. I mean, I, I, I don't – look, when I look at the 7th through the 11th, so 7th through 10s, if you will, because those are the only ones where you get your um, – your big – your uh, – power conference schools that actually shouldn't belong in. Like, you know, I, I didn't think Alabama was that great. I had them as one of my, you know, I, I think I had a list of like 30 bubble teams, if you will. Um, and I had them on that list. But, I mean, it's just, it, you know, it is what it is. You want to try and get all the big schools you can. Look, this was a perfect year for them to get in a couple more mid-majors to spice things up. Um, but I kudos to the SEC for – Having Alabama and Auburn in the tournament together for the first time, and I, well, I can't even remember and, and when. I'm gonna, and I'm gonna tell you, Jonathan, Alabama, talent-wise, you look at that team; shit, they're they're one of the best teams in the nation. But what's frustrating about them is every time you put a bet on Alabama, they they fall apart. So I've got a little bitterness, a little bit, a couple of times, and hmm. uh, you know, I'll get on them some. And I, I mean, this team has probably one of the top five players in the country on that team in Colin yeah. Sexton. I'm not I'm not big on Avery Johnson, but, but let me ask you this. With Sexton and then what's the kid from Oklahoma, that point guard? Trey um, Young. What's his name? Yeah, are, are those two people the reason that both of those teams are in? Because looking yeah. at the way Alabama ended the season, look at the way Oklahoma ended it, the only way I can figure is, you got two big name schools there in Alabama, Oklahoma, but you've got two of the best players in the country that can take over a basketball game in a tournament. So I would rather, I guess, see those teams in there that 
because Oklahoma could win the whole thing. Alabama, I know, don't laugh at me, but Alabama could get hot and win the whole thing with that kind of player. Uh, would you rather see Everett? Would you rather see the the Alabamas and Oklahomas get in, or would you rather see some mid-major team that doesn't have a chance to probably make it past the Sweet 16 in the tournament? Well, I would rather see a mid-major get in over somebody that shouldn't be there, like Syracuse, in my opinion. Uh, I'd rather see Middle Tennessee uh, State instead of Syracuse. Uh, if you're going to put Oklahoma in, you got to put Alabama in because Alabama had, what, seven top uh, 50 wins? Yeah, true. Uh, true. You, I mean, if you're going to put Oklahoma in, you know, Bama handled them. I look down, I see Rhode Island, Bama beat them. Uh, I see Auburn, Bama beat them. I see, can, uh, I see Florida, Bama bring them out at home. Uh, Tennessee beat them by 28, and they're three seed. Uh, you know, uh, A&M the would beat them though. Well, Alabama's right. one of the best teams in the country. I mean, that's just, for some reason, they just can't put it together. It depends on what night you catch them on. And, and that's, probably, that's probably due to their youth. The, the, the oldest player on that team is Dante Hall, who is a junior. Everybody else is sophomores and, and, and freshmen. Uh, you know, without Riley Norris, you know, they lost him in like the second or third week of the season. He was the only senior. Uh, and Dante Hall is a junior. I mean, you know, yeah, and, and it hurt not having Dante against Kentucky. Because, you, you know, Kentucky's long. I mean, they're tall and, and they're big. And, and you, if you don't have a, a physical po- a force inside like Dante Hall, you don't have a chance. And I knew we couldn't beat Kentucky yeah. without him. He said he was out. I knew we couldn't no. beat him. Well, I'm going to tell you this, Everett. The committee, the committee gave Auburn the finger in their bracket. They gave, they gave a four seed, which was kind of. Kansas is in this bracket. Clemson. Uh, TCU, Syracuse, Michigan State, Oklahoma, Rhode Island, Duke. I mean, Jonathan, I mean, Auburn, Jesus. To go out to the Midwest and play in that bracket, that to me looks like the hardest bracket out of all of them. Just by me going over them right now again, I'm just looking at it. But but seeing them, I was hoping we'd be in there with Virginia and Cincinnati, but it looks like we got moved to the Midwest. I mean, Jonathan, is there any – I don't see a good matchup for Auburn in there, really. Kansas is very athletic. They can play fast and big. You got Michigan State. You know them. Syracuse can can put a zone on your ass and shut you down. TCU is hot. Rhode Island is Rhode Island. But Oklahoma, I mean, it's just Duke being in there. That's a tough Midwest bracket, Jonathan. Tell me if I'm if I'm missing this. Listening to that bracket, I'm Quinn, I do see you on there. I'm about to bring you on, too. Looking at that bracket, well, Auburn doesn't have a good draw. They play Charleston first, which is going to be tough. You, you win, you play the New Mexico State and Clemson. I could see Auburn making the Sweet 16, but after that, just just pretend Auburn makes the Sweet 16. They're playing Kansas, and then if they win that one, they're probably having to play Duke or Michigan State. The good news is we don't have to play all those teams I listed, but we're going to have to beat Kansas uh, to get into the Elite Eight. And then to do that, you're going to have to probably beat Michigan State. I'm not sold on Duke Everett. I'm not a big Duke supporter right now. I, I don't think they're playing great basketball, but Auburn could beat Duke, but I don't know if Auburn could beat Michigan State. That's going to be the problem. 
I think you're better off there because I think you can beat Kansas. Kansas has not been – I mean, they, they, they're not the Kansas as we've seen in the past. But you're talking about the toughest bracket, I think, is the South. I mean, Virginia, uh, Kansas State's decent. Kentucky, who's hot, hotter than they've been all year. Arizona is underseeded. They should have been a two or a three. Uh, you got Miami, you got Tennessee. Uh, don't overlook Texas as a 10 with Mo Bamba. I mean, he's a dominant player. Yeah. Cincinnati. He definitely. The South, I could see Texas getting to at least the uh, – Sweet 16. At, well, at least the Sweet 16. I could see them getting to the Elite Eight. I don't know that they could beat Virginia. Yeah, I, think Virginia's, I think Virginia's the best team in the country. Well, so, no doubt. I, I think – No doubt. I think the ACC by far is the best conference. And the fact that they went through that conference the way they did, won the regular season. Hey, funny thing about Virginia, real quick, they weren't even ranked to start the year. And this is a, a very the, – the reason I like Virginia, they play in the best conference in America, number one. But number two, they're consistent. I really – they play fundamentally sound basketball. They're not flashy. They, they play defense. They rebound. They hit the shots. I mean, the Kentucky jumped up to a five. We'll go through these in just a minute. I'm, I'm trying to get Jonathan back on here. Uh, Quinn, I'm going to bring you on, my friend. We'll talk about Let's just start reviewing the bracket a little bit. Um, let's start with the South. Everett was talking about I was hoping Auburn would be in that, so at least I could be in Atlanta to watch if they did make it. But Virginia is the number one seed in the South. I'm not going to name the teams they play if I can't pronounce them or know them. Uh, Creighton, Kansas State, a good first-round matchup, eight and nine. Now, now here's the deal. I, Kentucky, me, all you want. They're, they they got hot. Davidson is playing them as a 12 seed right now. Today, I would put Davidson in that game right now to beat Kentucky. Arizona, Buffalo. I think Everett's right. They're underseeded. They should be a little better than that. Uh, here's a great matchup early on: Miami against Loyola, Chicago. I see an upset coming there. Tennessee did not get any favors with Wright State playing them. That's a tough matchup for the Tennessee. But as Everett said, Texas, the 10th seed, playing Nevada, Cincinnati, Georgia State. Don't let Georgia State fool you guys. That team is pretty damn good. So the South looks very tough right there. Possible Sweet 16 matchups could be Kentucky, uh, Virginia. You could see Tennessee versus Cincinnati. That's a tough bracket. And I'll get your thoughts on these once we go through them. So Everett, on the South right now, I mean, am I crazy to say Davidson could uh, – could beat Kentucky to start with. They can score a lot of points, and they haven't been there in a few years. So they're they're ready to rock and roll. You're not crazy, but I'm going to tell you, uh, I mean, Kentucky is good because they are long everywhere. I mean, they're, 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 they have length everywhere. They make it tough for teams to shoot on them. I mean, um, you know, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know what Davidson's – what what their strength is? I haven't seen them play. I know they're a decent, a good team. I mean, obviously they're in the tournament, but I, I just think I think Kentucky is as hot as anybody. I don't know that they can beat Arizona. Uh, I think DeAndre Ayton's the best player in the country. Um, oh, they'll beat Arizona. They'll beat Arizona, baby. If they play them, they'll beat them. No. Well, you know, Alabama hung with Arizona earlier in the year, so. Uh, and I, and I think Kentucky's a little bit more athletic and long on the uh, as a team. Um, 
So, you know, you know, it depends. I mean, if Kentucky shows up and then and they have some guys step up that hadn't been playing well for the whole year until the uh-huh. last three or four weeks. So, if they continue to play the way they're playing, they can easily be in the in the Sweet Sixteen. And, and but I mean, I could see. I, I could see a lot of games going other other than the way you would say or putting them down as chalk. I mean, I can see a lot of lot of lot of upsets. I mean, to me, there's Virginia, yeah. and 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 everybody else is pretty even. I mean, it's I don't think I've ever seen it where there wasn't three or four teams that you just said those four are the best four in the country. You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean. Hold on right there. Me, I'm gonna see if this is if this is Jonathan. Jonathan, are you the nine three? Is this you? Uh no, it's not Jonathan. Sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> uh, new you're call, not just trying to get my Okay, who is this? And where are you from, my friend? Thanks for calling. I'm uh, from uh, New Jersey actually, so excuse the accent. Uh the name is Lou. Lou's the name. Sports talk is the game. All right, Lou. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Sure. Well, I was uh, going over the uh, seedings myself, and, of course, I'm not surprised on the top seedings, but I got a little bit of a, I got a little ple- uh, pleasant surprise uh, when my Seen All Pirates got in as the eighth seed. I thought that was – I thought they were going to get lower than that, much to my surprise. Because, you know, while their overall record was great, their conference record, you know, was a little bit weak, 10-8. And you know how the committee, you know, looks at the conference schedule more than mm-hmm. anything else – and they do tend to frown on teams who, you know, aren't like, you know, like 12-4, and who are not going to 12-4 or 13-2. and 8 is kind of like borderline. And, you know, I think they're going to be like a low seed, like a 14th or 15th, or worse, be stuck going to the NIT. But it all worked out. They're going to play against NC State in the first round. Pretty even match, if I can yeah. say so myself. Like yeah, that. that's a good surprise. Seton Hall had some big wins this year, though, and I think yeah, I think but the committee looks losses. at that. Yeah, but if you look at Oklahoma, Bama, Texas, you look at teams like that 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 they they were inconsistent, had some tough losses, but they won the games uh, that mattered. And and this field, like Everett said, uh, Kansas. I mean, you got Virginia there, probably your top team, but everybody yes, else, it's just wide open. Seton Hall playing NC State, if they win that one. Would it surprise you if Seton Hall knocked off Kansas in the next round? I mean, I don't think it would. Mm, well, of course, the 8-9 matchup can go either way, but I'm going to hold out for my Pirates. Going up against Kansas, that's a yeah. tall order. For sure I mean, is, right? Hey, thanks for, yes, thanks but, for joining you know, us tonight. I, I appreciate you calling in. I mean, Seton Hall fan calling in, love it. Um, Everett, I mean, Seton Hall, we'll, we'll talk about them in a moment. But going back to this bracket in the South, I mean, I'm not predicting anything tonight, but I'm, I'm I do have a lot of faith in Virginia, my friend. I do think they're they're a team that you can consider. Yeah, I'll say this about Virginia: they're they're a very good team. Don't get me wrong, but when you have a defensive really? team and you're relying on 50 to 60 points to win games, I mean, we've seen Virginia in the past. Now this year could be their year. But that's a very dangerous game when you're yeah. just a big because because if a team is making shots, if you run up against a good offensive team and they're be, being able to knock down shots, 
Well, then all you have to do is score 65 to beat wow. Virginia normally. So, I but, mean, Quinn, it's you look a at very that dangerous game when you're a defensive year. team like Virginia and Cincinnati is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but so. If, yeah, but if you play 30 games and you, you played in that ACC conference and you come out really unscathed, I mean, you have two losses on the year. I, I think Virginia, Quinn, is a team that could probably adjust to what they need to do. If they need to score 70 to win, they will. If they need to score 80, I, th- I think this team can do just about what it takes. They're not flashy. But it seems to me that they do what it takes to get the job done. Uh, Against North Carolina yesterday, they did. Yeah, but, but I understand Clint's point, though. Talking about these these tournament games, you're you're just in one game here, and and Quinn's right. If you catch if you catch somebody like Kansas State in that second round, Creighton, that can put up some points and they get hot. Quinn's right. With Ken Virginia. I mean, it is dangerous when you rely on defense. But, Jonathan, you're an ACC guy. I mean, Virginia, does that scare you that they can't score enough points or do they score what they have to do in order to win depending on that opponent they play? So, Virginia, for the most part, is going to score 60 points and slow it down and grind you out, of course. Um, But this Virginia offense, I think, is the best offense they've had in a while. Uh, this isn't like last year, the year before, or even the year before that, where it seemed like kind of a one-man show, um, and it, it, it became real ball-dominant. I, I think, A, they're great defensively, and personally, I think Virginia's the best team in the country. Um, and my yeah, numbers kind sure. of back that up. Um, so when, when, I, when I look at their draw and I look at this team – I, I honestly believe, A, you got a really favorable draw. I mean, sure, you know, you, your Sweet 16 matchup could be a tricky one um, with the SEC and Pac-12 champion most likely being who you're going to get. But both of those teams are beatable. If I'm Virginia, I'd rather have Kentucky. Um, other than that, you look at the bottom half of the bracket, the best team in the bottom half of the bracket, Cincinnati, who – is a lot like Virginia in the sense that they're going to play good defense. Um, they're not going to score a lot of points, but the difference is Virginia can score and Virginia can be efficient offensively, whereas Cincinnati just is horrible offensively. So Virginia, oh, to me, not only are they the best team in the country, they are probably the most complete team with Villanova being a close second. Um, I still have some questions about Villanova's defense. And, and you know, you know, Virginia, they played, and I said it a couple of times. When you play in a conference as good and as deep as the ACC, and you you have two losses, if I'm tell me if I'm mistaken, but they have two losses on the year. I mean, you'd think they'd at least have like everybody else. You look at Auburn; they had a good year. They had seven losses, six in conference, I think. But Kansas, uh, North Carolina. Duke, all those guys, you lose games. I don't care how good you are, but what I like for in tournaments is consistency. And when I when I fill that bracket out, I like consistency. But look, Virginia can lose that Sweet 16 matchup easy, and they got a tough draw playing Kentucky. And Jonathan, I don't know if you heard me earlier, Davidson against Kentucky. Hell, I may just go ahead and lay it on Davidson in that game. I think if you're Kentucky mm-hmm. and you're cold in that game, Davidson will shoot shoot you out of the gym. Yeah, Davidson's definitely not a fun matchup uh, for the Wildcats. I mean, what Kentucky needs is what they got 
today, God, woof, that uh, that basketball that game against <laughs> Tennessee feels like it was years ago at this point. Um, but uh, you know, what you you need to be able to jump on Davidson early, like they jumped on Tennessee today. You need Knox to be hot. Look, if Knox can't score, if he's not shooting well, Kentucky won't beat anybody, and I mean that. They will. They will not beat. They couldn't beat UMBC if Knox isn't scoring. If they need him to get their offense going, and, and, and that's not a bias because Knox is a Tampa kid. It's just he's been their best offensive player this year by far. And if you look back in the games Kentucky's lost or the games he tends to struggle in, because he can't really shoot himself out of a slump. Um, he gets frustrated and starts heat checking. And it goes bad. And then he'll quit playing defense, which is the worst thing he can do. And some of the games Kentucky got blown out. Knox finished with 10 points. And the dude he was supposed to guard will finish yeah. with, like, 35. So, you know, I like Kentucky, though. Let's be honest. That means number one recruiting class in the country them. year in, year out should produce talent, right? Should produce victories. Yeah. I just, but, 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 but here's the deal. Quinn, you can back me up or Everett. What you think? You know, Calipari. He's a he's a good motivator kind of guy. He's a salesman. But I worry over the years. I've watched him in these kind of games where it seems like that other coach can get in and make adjustments where he can't. Quinn, I don't trust Kentucky this year as much. They they did come on late. I like that. You want to be playing your best ball in March. But there's something about this team. And I think Jonathan hit it on with Knox like that. If they don't have people scoring, if Knox is not hot, and they don't have somebody else knocking down threes, I just don't trust them. I mean, what do you think about Kentucky? And then we'll bounce it to Everett real quick. Well, I never trust one and done teams really in the tournament. Usually the teams that win have senior leadership. This is, with how young Kentucky's been, this is their youngest team. I don't trust them. And I wouldn't be shocked if uh, Davidson beat them. In fact, I hope uh-huh. Davidson beats them. So, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't trust them at all. I I don't really trust anyone in done any consistent one and done yeah. teams in well, the tournament. Wherever well, you and I started, ever you and I started with Kentucky back in the day and that was the start of the one and done really. And just very impressive team. That team seemed well more mature than what they they were, you know, looking at their birth certificates. They, they just look like a different team. Do you trust Kentucky in this tournament? Do you think they're playing their best ball now? And do you think it'll translate into this tournament? Because they're going to have to play their best basketball to make it out of here. They got some tough matchups. Their first two are going to be tough if they make it. Okay, first of all, the one and done thing I don't like. However, it doesn't matter if you're a freshman or sophomore or a junior or senior. If you're good, good. And that, that, that's what Kentucky has. They have players, and they're 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 long, athletic, and they have they have proven in the last month of the year of the season that they're playing their best basketball. Now that being said, you're talking about Knox not being able to if he doesn't score. Somebody, and I'm not taking a shot at nobody here, but y'all need to go back and look at Gildas Alexander. He played out of his mind the last three days. Uh, he was responsible for something like 60% of the points scored or assists in, in the last three games. Uh, Gabriel hit seven out of seven against Alabama, or they don't win going away against Alabama. 
so people are stepping up. It's not just Knox. Uh, that that was the problem early as nobody was making plays. It was Knox and four other guys, and it's hard for hard for people to win when you're when you've got one dominant player, and you know you can compare that to the nights that Alabama plays good or bad. It's either uh, you know one guy or it's it's all five or six or seven. If you know, well, I like the depth. One guy scoring. I like their depth. Well, they, you know, the thing about it is, you know, is you got to have a point guard, and Kentucky's proven, Alexander's proven, the last three weeks of the season in the, in the SEC tournament that he is leader of, of that offense, and he's the leader of that team right now. Knox is the dominant; he's the alpha. But without without that other guy, and, and He's a tough match for anybody. I mean, okay. you know, he, he's he's a tough guard for anybody. So, I think Kentucky's playing their best right now, and I think that's a dangerous uh, proposition for anybody that has to go up against them. That being said, like I said before, I think DeAndre Ayton's the best player in the country, and you know that could easily be, you know, uh, Arizona sitting in the Sweet 16 as well as it could be Kentucky. I do yeah. want to add something though. Uh, Jonathan made reference to the to the bottom half of the bracket there in the south, and said he thinks. I, I guess he said he thought Cincinnati was coming out. I don't like Cincinnati getting out of the second round. I either like Texas or Tennessee. I think those are the two teams that you need to watch uh, in that half of the bracket. Um, okay. I, well, I, we'll, I, we'll talk about those um, going down. You're talking well, on another one. You, we're talking about another bracket, aren't we? No, no I'm looking at the wrong one. Bracket. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Brian getting lost. I'm sorry. It scrolled down on me. Yeah, I'm trying to, again, I'm <laughs> I'm always on time and always got my crap in order, and tonight I didn't. So let's yeah. let's take a deep yeah. breath. Yeah. Call us in at 646-716-5564 if you'd like some thoughts. So let's get a little more organized now. Get on point. Let's get smooth. Let's move over to the uh, – move down to the west. Uh, I know Everett mentioned earlier about Xavier. I'm not. I'm looking at this one. Let's just run through it real quick. Xavier's one seed. Uh, your second Holy matchup, crap. Missouri. We what? made the tournament. I had no idea <laughs> we made Florida the tournament. Hey, well, Missouri, <laughs> Florida State. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> oh, no. Stop! Stop! Oh, stop! 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 stop. Like, you, really, you really didn't know now, that, John. I you really didn't know that. I have not, I have not been on the show in over a year, and I'm the most prepared. I'm sitting here. I've had the bracket downloaded with all the teams, and I'm sitting here looking at it. And Brian hey, the log gone. How is it that I'm the most prepared? I had no idea we oh, made a tournament. This I've is great. A- Problem is, I've got a one-year-old baby that's running me wild today. So I thought I was going to be able to prepare a little bit more, but that's okay. I had more fun. But Missouri eight seed playing Florida State, Ohio State a fifth seed playing South Dakota State, Gonzaga, UNC Greensboro, Houston, San Diego State, Michigan, Montana, A and M versus Providence, Carolina, Lipscomb. I think the West is kind of shot and looking at that. When you talk when you talk about one through four, I like Michigan. Michigan's probably the best team of those. So you got Xavier the one seed, North Carolina two, Michigan three, Gonzaga four. So you look at those, 
I just mm. I think this bracket is I think Xavier could go down in that second round matchup, Jonathan, to either Missouri or Florida State. That's how much I think of Xavier right now. I mean, Xavier did beat us by what, sixty five? In the second round last year, is an 11 seed. I think it was 59. I think it was 59. Yeah. So uh, let, let me put it this way: A, we don't belong in the damn tournament. Give Middle Tennessee State our spot. This is stupid. B, Missouri, if I'm not mistaken, one of their top scorers got suspended like an hour ago. So yay, you get to watch Florida State with no offensive identity against Missouri, who's going to have no offensive identity. This is going to be joyous, just so they can both get railroaded by Xavier. Um, Ohio State-Gonzaga is going to be a great matchup if Ohio State survives South Dakota State. Um, I don't think they uh, will. This Houston team's hot. Michigan's hot. Uh, North Carolina looks good. I really could care less about A&M and Providence. I, I, none, neither of those teams impresses <laughs> me. I mean – this this could be this this actually at first glance I'm like this is gonna suck this looks very chalky and uh, the more I look at it the more well that Michigan Houston matchup could be very fun I mean Houston could easily make the Elite Eight out of this um, Ohio State could easily make the Elite Eight this, this is a fun little um, this is a fun little West bracket I just wish they had more teams that were um, out west in it. Because um, last I time know. I checked, you got ten seed Texas and ten seed Providence. I love how they have Providence in the West and Texas in the South, just so Texas and A and M don't have to play each other. Sure, don't sleep yeah, on but I would like that. Hey, hey, hey let's go to you. Oh, sorry, Everett, I didn't hear you talking. Uh, well, that, that don't surprise me, but. Um, Missouri, don't forget Michael Porter Jr. If he's as good as everybody says he is, man. He's a candy ass. He's a candy ass. He comes in his last game. He hasn't played since since Halloween, and he comes in firing up brick after brick, the selfish little bastard trying to get in there and and get some points. Cost his team the game. But, but Quinn, you look at this bracket. I mean, is there a chance that that Xavier could be done early in this tournament? Uh. I think, looking at it, I think Xavier loses to Gonzaga in the Sweet 16. I have, I have North. Uh, I, don't, I, I don't, think it'll don't, be Michigan, North Carolina in that Sweet 16, and that'll be a close game. I don't, I don't, but I think I don't, I'll probably I don't want predictions North of the whole Carolina. bracket right now. I just want your opinion. Okay, I think uh, Gonzaga come yeah, well, comes out as the West. Okay. Well, I'm not ready to even tell you who I think, but uh, this bracket's weak. Do you think you take Michigan out of it? And I mean, Michigan's a good team. God, I wish Auburn was in that West bracket, but but we'll talk about the West later. Let's well, let's let's skip out of the West and let's move to the East. Hold on, Brian. Is it just me, or is that not the weakest of the four brackets? Yeah, looking at it, it has to be. I mean, this is this is terrible. You know it, it. You know what? I'm gonna agree with you. I think it is, um, and I don't know what it is, but I've noticed this every year. The West bracket always looks some shade of funky, um, and you know, I mean, I I get it. Most of the top end teams are gonna you're gonna want to put in the Southeast or Midwest just because of uh, location, but I mean, we're talking about you you know 
You couldn't stick uh, Kansas out there. You couldn't put Arizona out there. You didn't put, you know, multiple Big 12 schools out there. I mean, I think the committee does all this wrong for the most part, but how are you going to make a bracket that pathetic? And then you look at um, <laughs> you, you look at all the other brackets, the and you're like, huh, I like your 7-10 matchup a lot. Or I, you know, I, I, you know, your four, your five twelve looks pretty cool. I, I think your twelve could be a six in the West bracket. That makes no sense how they let this happen. I know it's it's bad, and and and, and going through the East and the uh, Midwest in a minute, you'll you'll confirm whatever it just said. All right, let's go to the East. Villanova is your one seed. They deserved it. They've earned it. So here they are. This is an intriguing matchup because I bet if you're Villanova right now, you're sitting there thinking, oh, God, I've got to play possibly Alabama in the, in the second round of the tournament. And Alabama's a team that could they could easily beat Villanova. And that's the that's thing. Virginia Tech, Jonathan, you're more familiar with them than probably any of us. How does that matchup? Well, I am, too. Virginia Tech, Alabama. Okay. Yeah, you keep, right, you keep forgetting well, that Quinn's well, well, in, the, in the ACC now. <laughs> He's a half oh, yeah, brother, essentially. Right. My bad, Quinn. My bad, Quinn. My bad, Quinn. It's uh, all good. Uh, I mean, Quinn, would you say Virginia Tech can be fun, but they're streaky? It's it's a team that can meet the Sweet Sixteen, and it's a team that can be down twenty at halftime. That's half the teams in the tournament. Hey, <laughs> yeah. don't you just love college basketball, then? Yeah, they're like, a very they're a very good offensive team. But um, if they start missing missing shots and stuff, it can go pretty downhill. Like if they're if they're hot, they could run Bama out of the building. But they also could be ran out of the building if they're not hot. Yeah, it's hard to get it's hard to get hot on Bama with the length they have. But 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 if you're looking at that, guys, you're Villanova. I think Villanova probably has the worst. Uh, eight nine matchup of them all. Seton Hall, NC State in the Midwest. You've got Missouri, Florida State out in the West, and then you've got. I mean, the, honestly, if you look at it, which eight or nine seed has the best chance to to beat a one? I think it has to be the winner of this game, Virginia Tech or Bama. Am I wrong, Jonathan? Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 eight nine wrong. matchup in the Midwest. Yeah, it's eight nine. It, 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 usually, I wouldn't say that. Because you know how much we don't trust Villanova, especially didn't they get bounced by an eight seed last year, or was that or who? When was that? North Carolina State bounced them. No, um, it was. It was last year. It was a nine yeah. seed NC State, I believe. Yeah. No, yeah, Wisconsin. 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 That's right. And North Carolina State was like was the year before the national title. There we go. So all right. So here here's the thing though. You look Kansas, who's been very inconsistent this year, right? Honestly, probably the most inconsistent out of all the one seeds. Um, they get Seton Hall or number one seed killer, North Carolina State. That's the only reason why um, I, I would say you're – I mean, look, if you're Villanova, do you want either Vautech or Bama? No. I mean, who got the easiest 8-9 matchup? Xavier. Virginia, very close to that as well because I don't think Creighton or Kansas State's going to give them much of a fight no. either. Um, you know, I, it's very interesting how they wound up bunching um, them together like that. I mean, Virginia Tech, Alabama, if both teams, let's say, are at 80% efficiency for the night, um, should be a great game. 
I mean, because they're you know they both have athletes to match each other, and you know, and this is the I want Alabama to win this game because I want to see Colin Sexton against Villanova. Because it's the Kemba Walker effect, right? Remember when Kemba Walker went on that national title run? Yeah. Well, I'm looking for the next Beat Kemba Kentucky. Walker, and I think Colin Sexton could be that dude. Well, I'm, I'm going to say this. A lot of Alabama's success, if, if they were to beat Virginia Tech or to have a chance to beat Villanova, it depends a lot on Dante Hall. If he's healthy and playing and they feed him the ball, he's a beast, guys. I mean, I've watched him for three years now, and he's gotten better every year. And if he if he's catching the ball down low, it's going to be hard for somebody to stop him. I mean, they, they, they nobody really stopped him all year long. The only time they got stopped was when they didn't get him the ball. Uh, so if he's healthy, yeah, Everett. Yeah. Serious question: Do you think do you think the barber shops have closed in Tuscaloosa? Because uh, I mean, this is a serious question. You look at Alabama's haircuts. How much does that play into their performance? When I when I watch well, a bunch of guys with hair like they have, I don't, I don't see discipline at all. Man. <laughs> it don't look like it don't look like they've been to the barber shop. That's, that, I know they closed them down. If, at any one time, all year long, I've been watching games, and if all five of those guys with those haircuts have been on the floor, it's hard for me to tell them apart. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, 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 guys, I'm looking at this bracket here, Quinn, and Texas Tech is a three seed. And I'm not saying that Auburn deserved a, a three, but how did Texas Tech get a three seed in this? Texas Tech has had a pretty good year, though. I mean, and they yeah, had their best player out for a little bit, so they could have won the regular season Big 12 title. But, I mean, Texas Tech has had a good year. I could see why they got a three seed. I, they're a dangerous team. So, I, I, I think Arkansas is also a team that can make some noise in this yeah. in this uh, bracket. They are, and you know, this is a tough bracket, guys. You got West Virginia is a five seed in this one. I thought they'd come in as maybe a four. Murray State, nothing to to look away from. Wichita State's a four. Marshall, 13. Florida's a six. Florida's a team that's tricky. Um, I don't think they'll make it far in this tournament, but they, they, they can shoot the ball. Texas Tech's a three. Arkansas Butler, 7-10 matchup. And Purdue, just looking over it in general right here, if I was today had a gun to my head and I was picking who would come out of this, I would probably have to say Purdue, Jonathan, because just just looking at the size of those guys. But this is a interesting – I mean, it's very interesting. West Virginia could make a run to the Final Four out of this. Florida could. Um, tell me what you think, Jonathan, real quick about the East, really, after we went past that Bama matchup right there. Um, I mean, personally, I think you got two of, uh, let's say the eight best teams, well, obviously two of the best eight. Let's say two of the best five teams in the country, Villanova and Purdue. I really think Purdue's that good. I know they've had a weird backslide. Um, Arkansas-Butler should be a good game, but I don't think either one of those teams can match up with Purdue. Texas Tech, Stephen F. Austin should be fun. Look, Florida's probably going to beat whoever they're going to play in that 11-seed matchup, which is two teams that I'm like, why? Anywho, um, but if Florida is hitting their threes, they're fine. But if they miss their first five threes of the game, they just you can turn it off. They already lost. Uh, they're, they're very streaky. Wichita State, Marshall, I wish it was Western Kentucky or Old Dominion, 
Congratulations to Marshall. I mean, Wichita is kind of disappointed this year. West Virginia and Murray State should be fun. West Virginia is just like Cincinnati, except West Virginia's two-minute offense is atrocious. So don't bet on West Virginia to do anything. Honestly, I think it comes down to Villanova-Purdue. Um, but, you know, because this bracket just the, – the, the teams in it, there's yeah. so many flaws, and Purdue and Villanova seem to have the smallest flaws out of all the teams in there. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good point. Just the East is. I mean, uh, and and we still haven't talked about the toughest bracket yet, guys. And in the Midwest, it's got the blue bloods of college basketball through here, guys. I don't know what it'll mean at the end of the day, but there's some sneaky matchups. And and you know, after this, we may just give us a. a give me your. No, I don't want to do the final four picks tonight. I want to do another radio show this week to to do that after I've got a chance to look at it, but. The Midwest, Kansas is your one seed. Um, Duke's your two seed. Duke being a two seed, uh, after losing that game to North Carolina the other night, not not surprising, I wouldn't say, but it's just like they always get a get-out-of-jail-free card in that tournament. They can, they can screw up. It doesn't matter. They don't get penalized. Uh, your three seed in this bracket, Michigan State. Michigan State, you know, I played Michigan and that I mean you know it was a great tournament they played they lost I think they lost to Michigan I believe in the in the Big Ten tournament the four seed Auburn uh, slide here towards the end of the season once they lost McLemore down low I think I think Auburn the other day in that SEC championship they just are in the SEC tournament against Bama I think after the first half they just said okay we're just going to cruise and stay healthy and they just they, they ran into a buzzsaw four seed for Auburn's interesting in this one because you have Clemson at a five seed, TCU playing well at a six seed, Rhode Island, a team that I think they lost today to Davidson, Oklahoma's a ten seed. Looking at this, is this bracket as tough, Jonathan, as I think it is? Or maybe it's not. Once you start looking at it, looking at some of these matchups, did the committee get it right here? Maybe maybe they should have switched some of these teams to the West, but it, it looks like the toughest to me just looking at it right now on paper. Yeah, I, I think honestly it it, uh, it does feel like it, it will be the toughest bracket. Um, Kansas and Duke, uh, obviously two very good teams. Seton Hall, North Carolina State should be a great first round matchup. Clemson, New Mexico State should be a fun matchup. I like Auburn over Charleston, uh, but then you have Auburn against the winner of the five twelve should be awesome. Um, look, TCU got two bums for the 11 seed plan game. Again, put Middle Tennessee State in the damn tournament. Anyways, um, so, you know, TCU, fine, but Michigan State, Bucknell should be good. Bucknell, very good team, best clear-cut best team in their league this year. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I always remember the Bucknell team that upset Kansas uh, 13, 14 years ago at this point. Rhode Island, Oklahoma, I mean, it's it's Trey Young against Rhode Island. Oh. Rhode Island has backslid hard into this tournament. Um, I, you know, I, if, if this should be tough, I think it's going to be fun. I, I could see a number of teams that come out of here. Look, Auburn Clemson in the second round would be amazing. Um, Duke Rhode Island in the second round, I think would be really fun. You know, so um, I, North Carolina State, Kansas, just because North Carolina State likes to beat one seed and then lose in the Sweet 16. You know, uh, I mean, this this could be really fun. I, I'm really excited for this bracket. This is the first bracket where top to bottom you can hold my attention. 
And Everett, I'll go to you on this one. Looking at this bracket, like looking at Auburn and Clemson, if, if Auburn could somehow make it to that Sweet 16 with a, a week to prepare, really, for, say, Kansas if they play them, who do you give the advantage to coaching-wise? Do you give it to Self at Kansas, or do you give it to Bruce Pearl? Because the adjustments this guy makes, for the most part, Bruce Pearl is a tournament coach. He's done it everywhere he's been. He sandbagged at Tennessee and made it to the Sweet 16. Um, everywhere he goes, he's successful. So how do you look at Auburn well, in this bracket right now? Going up well, to that first I, I 16, Sweet 16 matchup. I think Auburn's at a disadvantage against Kansas because of Kansas' size. Uh, I, I would say yes if there's a if there's a of those two coaches, I would give the edge to Pearl. And if Auburn's hitting shots, they can beat anybody. Uh, there's there's no question in my mind. Uh, but I, I I don't know that they can beat Kansas without a dominant big man inside. Uh-huh. Yeah. But but Kansas is a little inconsistent. They haven't been playing great, no. but but I'm hoping that that they lose somewhere before that. But you're right, the matchup is pretty tough when you got the length of Kansas. But if, like you said, if Auburn's hitting shots, they're hitting them. Quinn, looking at Michigan State, do you think the three seeds fair for these guys? Do you think that's where they should be, and do you think this is the region they should be in? Because Michigan State's always getting a home court advantage. It seems like in these tournaments. They're always where where the fans will come out and see them. So what do you think about Michigan State at number three? Yeah, well, the tournament always in some way kind of caters to the Blue Bloods, and I, I get it. Michigan State had a really good year. I, I like their draw. Uh, I think they'll I think they'll probably face Duke in the Sweet 16, and that could be a great that could be a really good game. If Duke's not hitting their shots, Duke could be in some trouble because even with that new zone, they're better defensively, but still, I mean, uh, there's way you can still score on that zone. So that should be a great matchup. Hopefully it happens with Duke and Michigan State. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, Oklahoma, if they could somehow get past Rhode Island and play Duke, in, in this tournament. That would be kind of interesting to see see the matchup there. But is there any way, looking at this bracket, start with you, Everett, is there a 15 or a 16 seed that could get a big upset this first week? Um, uh, not that I don't see it. Yeah, I don't know. No, not there. <laughs> No. Georgia I don't State it this year. Georgia State over yeah. Cincinnati would be the, the closest thing I would I can see right there. I think you're 100 uh-huh. percent right, Jonathan. I mean, are you seeing anything that that we're not seeing? I think Everett's right on that Cincinnati game. Um, I mean, yeah, if Cincinnati's offense completely tanks at church, Georgia State could do something. But USC or uh, UNC should roll. Duke should roll. Uh, Purdue should roll. Even though Fullerton obviously is coming in hot, but I watched that game last night. Fullerton's not that good. They're they're not. That was mm. anyways. Um, I mean, I think there's some great potential. Looking at uh, some of these fourteen threes and thirteen fours, things like that. But you always see upsets there. 
Um, yeah, I honestly looking at the one and two seeds, the only one that I think get get knocked get knocked off is is Cincinnati and Georgia State wasn't even the best team in their conference this year, which is why the fact that you need to win your conference tournament to get an auto, automatic bid is idiotic. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Vegas would go ahead and put some point spreads out on these games already. They should they should already be on this. I'm interested to see tell you kind of what you're looking at, which games. And I guarantee you there'll be some twelve seeds that are favored over five. There'll be there'll be some like that that we'll we'll watch out for. But I'm just not really just looking at basketball this year, just just in my opinion. There's no, really really besides Virginia, there's no team that I can trust in college basketball. There's not. I mean, Virginia may get beat first or the second, third round or something, but this is a year. If you want to win it, it really doesn't matter what seed you are. And uh, I just look at it. You could be a seven, eight seed, nine seed. You can make a run because there's not many trustworthy teams, Jonathan, in basketball. Why is that, do you think? If, if I'm right, why are the teams not trustworthy? Is it the one and done? Is it I don't know if the quality is just not as not there as much as I thought it would be. Well, I think one and done has uh, I think one and done definitely plays into it uh to a certain extent. I would also say that um I I believe <clears throat> that there's a little more parity. It's kinda like in college football how every game is nationally televised. Um I think that because of that kind of that that factor, it has led to guys um, wanting to go elsewhere and being the man elsewhere. And you see Colin Sexton's at Alabama's, you see Ben Simmons at LSU's, and Michael Jordan, Michael Porter Jr.'s at Missouri's, and none of those schools have been linked to paying recruits and scandals and whatnot. <clears throat> but um, you know, you see these guys spread out a little bit more. I think that's what's led to less of, if you will, a dominant super teams. I also think some of the, the – there's certain coaches that have kind of lost an edge and nobody's called them out on it yet. Um, I think that's another issue that uh, you can be contending with, with, uh, you know, as, as college basketball as a whole. I mean, officiating hasn't helped either. We all know that officiating is an absolute joke oh. and it can really swing games. That's terrible. Um, yeah, I just, I just not impressed this year. Maybe it's just me, but I'm, I'm just looking at some of these seedings. I, I want to know, I want to know Everett why Joe Lenardi and all these guys think they know all the brackets and all the seeds. What, what kind of inside information does he have, or what kind of, what, what do you know about what kind of criteria the committee's using? I do, I did hear it changed a little bit. Some of the criteria, meaning they don't look at how you finished, really, compared to the whole year's body of work. But what is the committee doing different than what some of these, like, Joe Lenardi's and all these other experts are predicting these brackets? Because they seem pretty much very much in line with it. Oh, you, you don't know how to put me on my soapbox, do you? All right. I'm, I'm so sick of Run it. One year, one year it's – it's top ten wins and, you know, what you did in the last ten games. And the next year it's quadrant one wins and it's RPI. <laughs> and it's and they don't know. Lenardi and them don't know. They're guessing just like we are because nobody knows 
There's no transparency to the committee and what they use. They they change it to whatever the hell they want it that year, and you know I mean they they've done it huh. every year. They nobody knows because they won't show us what they're using. They'll say, well, you know, it's last ten and you know strength of schedule, and then uh-huh. next year it's RPI, and you know it, it, we don't know. They keep us guessing. They, I hate that. You know, show us what you're using. Kind of like, kind of like their football committee, isn't it? You need to win your conference to get in. Well, now you don't need to win your conference to get in. Now you don't even need to play in a conference championship game to get in. I, 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 agree. I agree. It's the same, but at least with football, they've got it pretty daggum close every year. You know, I mean, the games, the games and this it, year and were it, all good. And it's week to week. And and Everett, it's week to week with at least the football. They give you an idea as the weeks go on. For the most part, with basketball, they don't even tell you anything until one day they show up with a bracket. Hey, exactly. At least you have at least you have a point of reference as to where you stand going into the the, the remaining weeks of the season with football. With this, it's boom, there it is, and this is what we use this year. And next year, it could be completely different, and we have no okay. idea. I'll say this, at least in college basketball, at least you know the tournament winner is getting an automatic bid. At least you at least you know you win your conference tournament you're in. in but that's in the dumbest way to determine in it. Football you don't know. Yeah, a a conference tournament is the dumbest way to determine it. Think about that. For a team can dominate yeah. for a whole season. One team gets hot and they're knocked out. That's stupid. Louisiana Lafayette and Wagner and teams like that, who were top 100 teams, got knocked out because somebody got hot or somebody went cold. And it's stupid. The conference tournament <laughs> concept is idiotic. You should have a, you can have a, you, the regular season champion. Either give it to the regular season champ or have the regular season champ play the conference tournament champ in a playoff game with the regular season champs home stadium. Otherwise, <laughs> scrap it. It's a stupid money grab. Preach on. I agree 100%. I've told Brian that for, yeah. I don't know how many years. Yeah. We had a team. Here's, I don't know. I can't remember. Wait, wait, wait. We had a team. I can't remember who it was or what conference it was in, but they were like 9 and 22 and were in the semifinals of their conference. Or maybe it was the finals. And all, Yeah, they were in the finals. And had a chance to win and be put in the NCAA tournament. Nine and twenty-two, and it was some little peon conference that, you know, I mean, give me a break. Just because they got hot and yeah. won, you know, three games in their conference tournament, does, does not mean they deserve to be in the big dance. It just it, it doesn't. Yeah, you talking about three compete. days? I mean, it, it, college basketball is like four months, right? Four or five months, mm-hmm. right? Something like yep. that. So you, you play consistent, all of a sudden you suck. All year, but in three games, if you can get hot over a weekend, you can leapfrog some team that that deserved to be there. I'm with y'all. The conference championship what, what, it should matter regular season, and then if you win your conference team, maybe it's a seeding advantage. If you're looking at similar teams, if you're looking at Kentucky versus just say um, who who got knocked out, West Virginia or something, and you look and they're similar, but Kentucky won the conference tournament, West Virginia didn't, then you could justify putting Kentucky a little higher than West Virginia. But as far as you try to it's make up a, a bunch point. of ground and getting into, getting into a tournament because 
Georgia did it a few years ago. I can't remember about ten years ago. They were had a losing record. Yep. They won four games and four days and made a made the tournament. And and here's the deal. Nobody's ever gonna get into the tournament and make it far once you do that really. I mean it's okay. I don't know. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I'll say oh, that about, you guys may about, not like it, but at least it's clear cut. At least you know. That was my point. In college yeah, football yeah. you you win your conference championship game, you may not get in. That's my point. You guys you may hate the conference tournaments, but my point is at least you know that that you're gonna that you're gonna be in the yeah, NCAA but, tournament was just yeah, my whole yeah, but point. Quinn, you only have four you only have four four positions in football though, four openings and you've got a bunch of conferences, so that's I, yeah. I get what you're saying, what you were referencing. It's that's pretty cool. But so, yeah, the committee but, though, but, but, just, I just never know. Here's here's what happens when you use that logic though. In football, anybody that says that Alabama won the best team at the end of the year is crazy, and they didn't win their conference. They they, 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 yeah. they lost the Auburn on the road, you know, and 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 were beat up at the time. So you know. You can't use you can't use the same concept with football and basketball. You can't do it. That team that right. was nine and twenty-two. What if the team they was playing in the championship game, their three best players got the flu and didn't play? You know, I mean, give me a break. There's nobody at work there. All right, they got to the semis or they got to the finals, and the team they played had three of their best players sick, and they end up winning the conference tournament and getting put in. What justifies them being in the tournament other than them winning the tournament? And and the team they beat was down three players because of the flu or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, then, you know, then I think they yeah. should make sure you put the regular season and the conference champ in. I personally like the conference attorneys, so I would hate to get rid of them. But I, I think maybe well, maybe you not, put in the regular not season. Rid of them. Yeah, I, I don't think you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't want to get rid of it. You just don't want to – you can say if you win your conference, we'll look at seeing where you are. But if you – just like if uh, Vanderbilt got hot this weekend in the SEC tournament and won the whole thing and, and they suck and they they got in there and knocked somebody else out, Vanderbilt didn't do enough work to get into the tournament. It's like a, all they do is well, reward who's hot late. And, and, and they say they don't, but they do. They reward who's hot late in the season so you could you could suck all the way up to the last month and you go on a run you're getting in that tournament especially if you win that win your conference but i don't know basketball just losing it here's Mm -hmm. the thing the difference between football and basketball what is the main objective of the playoff committee for football to put the best four get the four best teams that's that's not the concept with basketball it's watered down because you're putting in conference champions that may or may not deserve to be that. I mean, just because mm-hmm. they won their conference tournament, I mean, I mean, right. you know, let's let's be honest. You know, I, I I like the little guy. I like to see an upset in college basketball, but let's be mm-hmm. honest. When is the last time we saw a little man win the conf- win the NCAA tournament because he won the conference won his conference championship? A tournament and got Never. in. When was the last time that happened? Can anybody mm-hmm. not tell me when that happened? Yeah, never. Uh, great. Now I got to Google just for the grins of it. 
Yeah, it never happens. And it is watered down. Would you like to see, and that's a good discussion, would you like to see the NCAA tournament reduced a little bit? I mean, and kind of like in college football, you have power five teams only. Would you like to see that and then have another tournament with everybody else? Maybe do away no, with the NIT I, and let. I, no, I like it this way. No, 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 yeah, no, 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 no. Take get that noise out of here. Are you are you out of your mind? No, what I want to see right, is the committee the say. I want the committee to be like, you know what, seventeen and fifteen Oklahoma, even though they might have the best player in the country, probably doesn't deserve to be in ahead of Middle Tennessee State. That's what I want to see the committee say. You know what. 17 and 15 Arizona State should probably not be in over San. Let's see, that's the stupid thing out of all this is the NCAA loves the Cinderella story, and they sell the Cinderella stories, and they merchandise the Cinderella stories and market them and make so much money off of them, and they hate the (laughs) Cinderella story. It makes no fucking sense. Why would you? Why would you not want to put in two of your top-end mid-majors over two teams that are bum pieces of crap with a fancy name on it? Just because it's got a warning label on the box doesn't mean it's not a piece of crap inside. Come on. Oklahoma, Arizona State, Syracuse, go home. UCLA, go home. Ain't nobody invited you to this dance. Of course they want ratings, but it's stupid. We're going to watch the games regardless. Give me good mid-majors. Give me Middle Tennessee State who beat Michigan State, who upset Minnesota last year in the first round, upset Michigan State the year before in the first round. Give me that team. Give me Western Kentucky. Uh, uh, Give me St. Mary's. How did St. Mary's not get in? I sat here and was trying to figure out my spreadsheet. Because I'm like, why do I why do I have 69 teams on here? Because I had no, I did not realize that St. Mary's didn't get into the tournament. How did St. Mary's not get in? That's stupid. Because they're a mid major. I mean, this is idiotic. This you're is completely idiotic. You're, you're talking about ratings, and and here here's I, I don't want to see it change. I want I like it the way it is, but I'm I'm with you. I want to see them say, you know, I would rather see. What about Florida Gulf Coast a couple years ago? They ran, didn't they go to the Elite Eight? That's going to draw more people when they upset somebody mm-hmm. in the in the second round and they make a run to the Elite Eight. You ain't going to be able to find a spot in a Buffalo Wild Wings in front of a TV if they're on, because right. the ratings are going to be through the roof. So to me, they're they're shooting themselves in the foot by putting those crappy mid uh, uh, Power Five teams in. Instead of putting in the mid-major or the little guy, you know, from whatever conference, uh, Sunbelt or whatever, and because the first time they upset somebody, the next time they play, I assure you that the TV, the TV room in these restaurants and 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 in people's living rooms are going to be jam-packed with people wanting to see this little guy. See if I can pull off yep. the upset over Kansas or over Villanova or whoever, you know. I, I mean. To me, I, I want it. I want it the way it is. I want it. I, I, but I agree with you a hundred percent. I want to see them step up, and have a set of balls, and make the right call, and not, you know, you know, I, as big an Alabama fan as I am, if they hadn't have done what they did in the tournament, I, I, I said don't put them in. I don't want right. them in there because it's embarrassing. But they proved. I mean, they had, like I said, they had top 
You know, I had top 50 wins and all that. Hello? Yeah. What was that? Yeah, yeah. we hear you. Yeah, well, my computer like, started talking all of a sudden, so that's my bad. I wanted to wait the odds, guys. Oh, finish up, Everett. Go ahead. I just saying I wanted to wait the odds, but I want them to have a set of balls and make the right calls and put the teams in that deserve to be there and put the ones out that yep. don't deserve to be there. I found yeah, well, a team that only got into the tournament because they won their conference title and they went on to win the national championship. I found a team before they expanded to beyond conference champions or after they expanded the tournament beyond conference champions. I found one. 1983 <laughs> North Carolina State. Yep. Wins the ACC conference tourney, goes on to win the national ACC. title. That is the only one since they expanded the tournament that had to win their conference to get in. So there you go, Brian. And it was a and it was at a Power Five conference. And then they beat Houston. Who Houston or who was it? Yeah, it was. It was uh, Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was a senior. I was a senior in high school that year, and I never had so much fun watching North Carolina State. So there you go, Brian. That's the only one. Are y'all gonna fill out a bracket? Uh, on Working on it right now. Let's, let's get everybody in. I'm gonna bring Jason in real quick. Jason, thanks for joining us, buddy. What do you think of the uh, Pac-12 in this tournament right now? They don't look too well represented. Okay. Week. Um, start up the day. I had Arizona in. I had um, no one else getting in. I'm surprised UCLA got in and Arizona State got in. They should have stayed home. They should have been waiting for the NIT to call. Okay. It is a shame that USC didn't get in, but it's whatever. So, yeah. This is the worst the Pac-12 has ever been in basketball, I think, Jason. This is – I was just looking over the teams and everything, but, I mean, it's it's just bad. Even Arizona is your best team in the four seed. That's that's Mm -hmm. not good. No, it's it's not. And – you could have the second weekend no pack of teams. That's the reality. So, yeah. Where's, where's Oregon at in this picture? I don't see them. Should they be in the um, Oregon is the the waiting for a call for the NIT or CBI. So, they, I wouldn't they even won't. I wouldn't even answer the phone. I wouldn't even answer it. Go yeah, to voicemails. Um, what I'd say. But hey, I'm excited for the women's game. So yeah, I don't care. So. The, the women's game. What is Oregon getting women's basketball? <laughs> yeah, Oregon's gonna be a two seed. So and gonna get to host Good. a couple NCAA games. So congrats. Well, I got I got a, I got yeah. I got I got some breaking news for you, Jason. UConn just won the national championship. Just so you know. Uh, Damn. Yeah, more than likely, that's that's gonna happen. But hey. Yeah. Brian, why you gotta play spoiler? I, I got all excited for nothing. Damn. Thank <laughs> you, maybe. UConn is not in our bracket. We could go to a Final Four, and that'll be the first one in the program history, and get our butts kicked by UConn. No, you guys uh, are gonna on. probably be in the same bracket as Notre Dame. 
and bring it on, Notre Dame. Bring it on. Speaking of snubs, guys. Speaking of snubs, Notre Dame Quinn uh, got left out of this tournament. I know some injuries played a part of this Oof. and everything, but what are your thoughts about Notre Dame getting left out? Uh, I was kind of upset since Syracuse got in, but I found out if Davidson didn't didn't beat Rhode Island, uh, Notre Dame would have been in. They were the first one out. So because Davidson won, Notre Dame got left out. So now I'm pissed at Rhode Island for losing to Davidson. Well, if you did your job, Rhode Island, Notre Dame would have been in. So screw Rhode Island. I hope they get smashed by Oklahoma, even though that probably won't happen. But screw Rhode Island, I'm pissed. I'm pissed that Oklahoma's in. Notre Dame should be in over Oklahoma. Notre Dame should be in over over Arizona State. Notre Dame should be in over Syracuse. Screw all of them. Notre Dame should be at Syracuse without Bonzi Colson and still beat them. Hey, hey, Quinn. Quinn, I got. I just, I, I just have a question. Quinn, are you really upset? You, you seem upset about this. I was pissed. I was pissed. But, <laughs> but now Notre Dame can go win the MIT. And Quinn sounded like Dick Vitale there for a minute. <laughs> speaking, speaking hey. of Dick Vitale, guys. I mean, can this guy be up in Kentucky jock more than Dick Vitale? I mean, have you ever seen? You you would think Golden State Warriors were playing Tennessee today. Oh my God! There's a layup. That's a great. What a layup right there! What a beautiful oh, use the rim. Oh, he's a diaper dandy baby. There, I want to say, yeah, you can't forget the ba- the baby part. Hey, hey, oh, back baby. back to UConn. Back to UConn women. It's like dodgeball, man. If they tested them, they'd find four steroids and a low grade beaver tranquilizer. <laughs> <laughs> what did what, what, you say, dodgeball? Yeah, movie dodgeball. Yeah, that's exactly yeah, what they yeah. have. And every girl looks like that. Every girl looks like that one. <laughs> Four steroids and a low grade beaver tranquilizer. Well, hey, 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 guys! Real quick before we get out of here in a minute. So, how should I do the scoring of the bracket this year? Should we? And I know people bitch at me every year, depending on how I do it. But some some years <laughs> I do it by seeding. So if you're a 15 seed and you beat a two seed, you get 15 points. So you get a point to, to determining the seed. So if you pick upsets, you can go in and pick a bunch of upsets and beat somebody and have a losing record. Or would you rather see it by rounds, regardless? So if you're a one seed and you beat a 16, you get one. If you're an eight and you beat a nine, you get one, like for the first round. How would you guys like to see it? Ever the, the best way to do it is 64 points per round. In my, in my oh, opinion. yeah. Every, every game, every game, every first though, round game. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, you still pick upsets. Uh, I mean, if you pick more upsets than everybody else, you're going to win. Hmm. Okay, what do you think? Whatever makes you happy. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. What do you think? Oh, oh, um. I don't. uh, I mean, I don't. I don't really care. Quinn, you care. Don't tell us you don't care. You care, damn it. After that impassioned rant about 
whatever it was, I really wasn't listening. Uh, you care <laughs> about something. <laughs> so was, you tell us it. how you feel. That was really his impersonation of Dick Vitale. <laughs> <laughs> he went off. I remember, I remember Dick Vitale went off a couple of years ago on the committee. Somebody got left out. And you think somebody, his wife cheated on him or something. He was so upset. I thought, I thought he was going to have a heart attack on him. <clears throat> I thought he was going to have a stroke. Yeah, that's Dicky V, all right. So, so guys, what what night would work this week? I want to. I don't care about the play-in games, but what about Wednesday night? We get together for at least an hour, and we go through our brackets. We go through our Final Four, Sweet Sixteen, all that champions, and we'll we'll do your bracket live on air. So you're the bracket commit oh for way in sports. You can do it live on air. Yeah, I'm game. That sounds fun. Sounds good. That sounds fun. I'm going to send you yeah. my bracket. I can't do Wednesday nights, man. But I, I'll send you my bracket. Oh, you got you, 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 no, you got to log in and I'll send your bracket in. Well, I'll, well, I don't remember how to log in. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the deal. Oh, wait, I'll, I'll just send you. I'll just send you my bracket. That was so sad. <laughs> I uh, I don't remember how to log in. All you do, Everett, is go to the way in sports talk page and click on that little link. It'll let you in there. How about that? <laughs> I don't remember how to log in. <laughs> You better remember, because it's $5,000 going to the winner. Yeah, all right. I believe that Kiss one. my ass, you liar. <laughs> yeah, ever, 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 ever could be like, okay, done. It's already submitted now. Hell, I figured it out. <laughs> yeah, I, rem- I remember my password now. <laughs> uh, because I remember, I remember a few years ago, and you said it was $20, and I never saw that. And, Huh. Still I'm still waiting on an Iron Bowl three years ago. Man, I'm still waiting on a 2013 bet. You never I'm still waiting on an Iron Bowl bet from three years ago, so. Well, that's a good thing about me. I don't pay off what I want to do, so that's. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're like a bad slot machine, is what you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go on the SPN. Go on the SPN if you got a bracket too. And see, one year I got up in the, I think I was in the top 300 in brackets in the world uh, on ESPN one year. So I'm going to see if I can win that thing, Jonathan. Go on the SPN and win it all. Would you win? Do your thing. I didn't win anything. No it shit. was just pride, you know. I beat I beat the hell out of Dick Vitale. I can promise you that. Well, that's not that hard. Duke, Duke, no. Duke, Duke, fact, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Calvert, he'll probably have Wichita uh, State winning it all. Man, I don't. I, don't, I, I can't listen to that man no more. I, I just can't. I can't either. I can't. 
I don't listen. I got bored. I flipped over to his show the other day, and he was like, "Yeah, these coaches should be asking uh, these NFL prospects if their moms are hookers and if they're gay because it's a good way to test them." I'm like, "Test them for what?" Yeah. And Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield, he he would write him off right now because he had that run in with the police a long time ago. Come on, quit trying to destroy these kids, man. He's sitting over there, biggest pussy on air. And uh, I just can't stand him. But I like Lee Travis. Okay, he's pretty funny sometimes. But he thinks he knows everything as well. So some of these guys can't be wrong about anything. They just just it's very yeah, annoying. I don't, I don't mind hearing you if you know what you're talking about. You're wrong. But when you don't have any idea what you're talking about, admit it. Move on. Don't talk about it. I don't talk golf on here. I don't talk NASCAR. I don't talk wrestling. You know, Jason, I know you're disappointed if you're still there right now. I know if, if uh, us not talking WWE, I don't know much about it anymore. I'm still here. Oh, hey. Jason, is wrestling, huh. is, is wrestling real or fake, Jason? Tell us right now. Is it real or fake? Fake. Fake. It's acting. It's fake. So, wh- so why do you watch it? Entertainment. It's better, it's better than reality TV. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So, so people say that. They say, well, I don't watch it because it's fake, but they're sitting there watching some stupid TV shows that are, you know, as fake as Boom. everything. So. Carvin, Boom. you're probably going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked to know this, but I still watch WWE. I'm not surprised I'm not by that. You know, no, you know, you know why I watch it? Because you're an Alabama fan. Well, I'm, 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 no, I'm, 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 <laughs> I have yet to. I'm sorry. That was a good one. Hey, it's, that, it's, that no, it's like a soap opera, dude. You can try to figure out what's going to happen next. Just like soap operas. What if it's you, you like watching men? You, no, you, like, you like watching men pull stuff out of their underwear. That's what you like to watch. Hey, hey. <laughs> funny story. Funny story. Hey, y'all. Hey, it can't be that funny. Yo, listen, my grandson's 11 years old. He come over and he's standing out one one Monday night, and he was spending the night back during the summer, and I was watching. I said, you all come out here and watch wrestling with me? He said, yeah. So he comes out here, and he's like, well, what's happening? I was explaining it to him because he'd never watched it before. He's like, well, is it real? And I'm like, no, it's fake. He's like, well, why are you watching it if it's fake? I'm like, I don't know. Why do you watch movies? They're not real. <laughs> and he said that. You just <laughs> shattered his world. He sat there for a minute, and he's like, you're right. <laughs> so he sat there and watched wrestling with me. He was like, you're right. A lot of the stuff you see on TV is not real. I mean, sitcoms aren't real. Movies aren't real, you know. Yeah. You shattered that poor kid's uh-huh. world. No, I did he, he is now woke. There kid, you go. When, when, when I was a kid and I thought wrestling was real, I watched it. Once I found out that the blood wasn't real, the host would get pulled it out of his pants and and uh, let him, you know, bust him in the head and blood came out. That's when I quit watching. Well, I hate watching a fake ass with me. Okay. I hate watching bad officiating, but I still watch college basketball. Yeah. So. <laughs> hey, college football was fake. College, college football state, the official. Every, every, every time Bama's on the field, those flags come out. Those teams. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
It is. It, it is kind of funny how ba- Bama opponents will have fifteen penalties and they'll have one. Yup. Alabama is the only team that didn't hold in 2017. Just so you know. Nah, they don't hold. Their offensive line is so good that they're allergic to holding. If they try to hold, their hands will fall off. <laughs> Je- jealousy, jealousy will burn you up inside, guys. Is all I got to say to that. Oh, hold on, I got so will bad, so games. will bad Indian food. that's fine, but all right, guys, all right, guys. I just got to notice we've got about thirty seconds, but guys, join us Wednesday night. Um, we'll be drawing about seven seven thirty Eastern somewhere around in there. I'll send you a note out. Thanks for joining us, okay. guys. Getting back to some kind of rhythm. It's, it's, we we felt off rhythm tonight. That was almost because of me. So, thanks for joining yep. me. Yep. And we'll see you Wednesday night, guys. Take care. All right, y'all. Bye.